This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hi, and welcome to Shh. I'm watching a movie. I'm Alessandra Andravite. And uh, you're listening to the podcast where Alex and I talk through an entire movie. Now, this is the edited version, uh, which means that we edit out all the stuff that you don't want to hear, which is us basically silently watching a movie and or me telling Alex about my plans that day. So it's for your pleasure. And so if anything doesn't make sense to you or you're like, oh, that's a weird edit, it's because we edited it for you. Anyways, enjoy watching a movie with us. Yeah. (laughs) Hello. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Shh, I'm watching, watching a movie. movie. You you chicken out. You don't do it at the same time as me. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> you don't finish I, it. I can't have this many losses. In a <laughs> oh, no, what do you mean? <laughs> Anyways, now Alex is drinking tea. He'll be the one that'll be making terrible sounds on the microphone instead of me. Oh, no. Shane's Shane. doing it. <laughs> Shane, I did wait it till you introduce. Yeah, Shane, don't purpose. be one of those that talks before <laughs> we introduce. <laughs> Don't you have any podcast etiquette? Scrub oh fucking monster. You join the you join the ranks of Mina, my cousin, and Ben Boshman. And ben Boshman, my, your your ex. Uh, your, yeah, I took his uh, bedroom. Yeah, Shane took my ex boyfriend's bedroom by force. So I know a lot about Shane's living situation with not knowing him that well as a human being. That's true. Yeah, we yeah. talked about it a lot when I first got here. Well, I just we feel like I know I know the geography of where you live. That's true. Yeah. Well. Hello, Shane. Shane McLean is here. Shane McLean is here. Yeah, spoiler, I'm here. Spoiler. And I feel like I've been telling Shane he could do the podcast for a long time, but every time I asked him, he said, nah. Yeah, I'm too busy. Yeah, busy. (laughs) (laughs) I have nothing going on. Yeah, I know you do. I know know what you... I I have a pretty good idea of what your life looks like, and it's... Oh hey Alex, as you're smoking up front of that yeah, dog, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. like I assume. Well, your that's whenever life. you see me. I'm not there all the time. <laughs> yeah, I never see. Shane I'm there ever all the time, and yeah. I see you there all the time. So no, can... yeah, you are a bad dog all the time. Is that a new thing? Me? Yeah, I've always been a bad dog all the time. <laughs> Fascinating. Well, anyway, Shane's here, and, he, and we're gonna do a movie wait, wait, that what? is of his choice. What yep. movie is it, Shane? What's um, it I picked. Uh, I tell people. Um, I picked a movie called Midnight Run okay. from 1988 starring Charles Grodin and uh, Robert De Niro. So funnily enough, uh, Ben Boschman, your yeah. room person, also chose a Charles Grodin movie. Oh, does he love Charles Grodin? Well, he loves the Heartbreak Kid. Heartbreak Kid? Yeah. yeah, he yeah. Loves Heartbreak. And you know what I discovered? That I like 1970s Charles Grodin. Like, he's, he's a fox and yeah. a half. It was a surprise. That's an excellent movie. Uh, we talked right through it. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. I, so I watched it again good. later. I was like, this movie is fucking hilarious. Well, the woman that plays like the crazy, May's daughter. holy yeah. fuck, she's, she's amazing. She's, she's, she's she also like Lady Gaga. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, but uh, 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 why'd you pick this movie? Um, I tell people this a lot. This is one of my favorite movies. And when I say that to people, it seems to upset them because it's not the kind of movie that should be your... Your it, favorite it, it, it movie. Is, what this movie is to me is is like in the nineties you had all like the action comedies uh-huh. like like Rush Hour yeah. is like the I think the the, the go to version of Shanghai it. Noon. Shanghai Noon. Just I mean, all Sh- Jackie Shanghai Chan Noon starting to get more shitty. But like this was like the first one yeah. that did that. Like this movie is closer so. to those or like a lethal like it's like kind of like, goes like lethal weapon then this movie and is like a missing Hills link Cop. between that and like yeah. Shanghai Nights. Like. Yeah, it's a great action road buddy comedy. Yeah. It's just very watchable. This and isn't 
Throw Mama from the Train, because that's what I was thinking that it was. No, no it's not. not Throw Mama from the Train. Which is also Robert De Niro? No, that's Billy Crystal and Danny DeVito, I <laughs> That think. is different people. I think so Danny DeVito directed that. The reason oh, I okay. watched this movie, like, I, I've seen this movie, and I yeah. haven't seen it in years, and I don't necessarily hate the movie, I just don't. It, it, like, to say it's your favorite movie is odd. It's weird, it, yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. I don't think it's weird, because I, I listen to the Ringer Network, my boy Bill Simmons, yeah. mm-hmm. and everyone on that network, Midnight Run, is their favorite movie. They talk about it all the time. So maybe you're a sports Yeah, but if you know Shane and you know the people on The Ringer, yeah, the I don't know that what that is. that is a common is. Deni- denominator <laughs> is absurd. But the people on The Ringer are movie savvy. No, they, they, are, they are. They are. But like the, like, like what, like, like Shane will talk to me about, like talk to me about like obscure art house cinema. Yeah. And then The Ringer is like a sports, po- a sports podcast network that started reviewing movies. Yeah, no, they're pop culture experts. You leave it, uh, leave them alone. I like The Ringer. <laughs> you know what I think I like about it? Uh, as a not sports loving person yeah. is it's just like it's that sweet spot of like 80s kind of cinema junk food you yeah, know it's the, a real junk food it's just great like one liners and a crazy score by Danny Elfman that doesn't yeah. sound anything like Danny Elfman it's just like very it's not just lightly the Simpsons it's just I don't know it's good chemistry and it clips yeah, well, moves at a clip Let's uh, talk all the way through to miss all of those now. one-liners. So <laughs> we got subtitles set up. That's what Kalinka yeah, so was working I, I on. I set up subtitles. We'll see if they work. I don't know. I haven't tried Already anything. the music is 80s task. Yeah, I don't know if anyone can hear the music on the podcast. Uh, kind of lightly in the loud. background. Should I put it down a little bit? Or? Uh, it should be fine. Yeah, we good. So it's a universal yeah, picture. Um, so the re- so I watch, when I watch this movie is I was watching much of Brian De Palma movies, mm. and I thought this movie was made by Brian De Palma. And it is not. It's Martin Brest. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> Martin, Martin Brest. Yeah, Mar- so Martin Brest did this movie and got huge, and then did a string of what Geely. I can only describe as pure garbage. Yeah. Okay, like it's like it ends with Geely. Like the last movie he did was Geely. Well, that makes sense then. Why Ben Affleck and J Lo would say yes to it then, if they have midnight? Maybe they thought it was like Midnight Run again. Well, it's like like that. That's like movie five of a string of garbage. Interesting. So I can't remember what the other ones are. This but man's last up. name is Brest. But uh, I, I remember, like, I was watching this, and I was like, uh, wow, that this is the worst Brian De Palma movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't know. I it's like, it's not like bad. Brian De Palma movies. There but, like, I it's, said. but, like, Brian De Palma, at the very least, has aesthetic. Uh, Phantom of the Paradise is a great movie. No, Brian De Palma's made some fucking turds. Phantom yeah. of the Paradise. I'm not, I'm not defending Brian De Palma's. Sounds like you love Brian De Palma. <laughs> I think he's a good director, but he has an aesthetic. He, to me, Brian De Palma's closer to, like, John okay, Carpenter. So I'm just going to, like, put it out there right now. Yeah. Yeah. This type of movie is the definition of a movie that when I was a kid, I'm waiting for the TV, and my dad is watching this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so probably why I know it. Bored. <laughs> From watching movies <laughs> with oh, your dad. This is some real dad movie. Yeah, yeah, this is some dad movie energy up this, in here. This is how we find out Shane got a girl pregnant. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's he's turned full dad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is it more action than comedy? No, it's it's full comedy. Right. And it's, full yeah. action. I gotta say, I'm not an action person, so this guy looks this, like uh, Louis C.K. I think I think you can probably draw a straight line from Lethal Weapon through this movie to the current day Marvel movies. Yeah. Is that is Robert De Niro funny? Yes, it's his first comedy, other than King of Comedy, I guess. Is King of Comedy funny? I've never seen it. Uh, Darkly, I hear it's like the Joker. It's oh, the King of Comedy, like the the Joker is King of Comedy and Taxi Driver, for some reason have to be a DC movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I love that '80s sound effect of a punch. Yeah. It sounds like. 
So he's a bounty hunter, much like um, the Mandalorian, who's famous in pop culture right now. Oh, the Mandalorian, also Dog the Bounty so Hunter. So he's, yeah, he's one of the original famous yeah. bounty hunters. Um, I've heard Dog the Bounty Hunter in an interview, and he is endlessly entertaining. <laughs> you yeah. love the music. The music's so good. <laughs> endlessly entertaining and so wise. Like, Dog, is, he's been through it all, man. Yeah. I know that Dog the Bounty Hunter keeps getting arrested where he tries to chase bounties off of uh, Hawaii because you have to have like, a license to be a bounty hunter oh, okay. and it's like statewide. Yeah. And so he, like, it's like wherever it is, like Hawaii or like Florida, wherever the fuck Dog the Bounty Hunter is. You know, and he chases them off and then like keeps going getting arrested for bounty hunting without a license. Well, yeah, he, he plays it fast and loose because he, yeah, he's, oh, his story, I'll get into that at a different podcast. He's this, this is a bounty hunter based movie. Yeah. Oh, Joe Pantoliano. Yeah, the he's cast the is Joey Pants. Love Joey Pants. He, you know what? He doesn't do enough for my liking. He did that one amazing season of The Sopranos, and I thought, like, oh, this guy is, that's it. But I guess he played too despicable a person. He's uh, the police chief in Bad Boys. The he's new in- Bad Boys? The original. All right. No, but that was pre-Sopranos. I thought true, maybe. True. I thought maybe. Okay, I understand why you like the music. There's a real freedom to the melody. Yeah. <laughs> the, this this music feels like every sitcom. Yeah, yeah. it's great. It, but it never stops. I know. It's two hours. Yeah, no, I know. It's he, <laughs> he, he did like two hours of banging. Yeah. And it's like, what does this music have anything to do with what we're witnessing on the screen right now? It's uh. No one told Danny Elfman to cut. It's like kind of. I also haven't even heard the full song, and I feel like I know where it's going, you know? I think once you get to the end of the movie, you'll realize this score. It's a very life-affirming score, and it's going to really come around at the end. Okay. George Gallo. He wrote Bad Boys. He did? Yeah. Yeah. That poor guy's last name is Breast. That's terrible. And here's Joey Pants coming right up. All right. I love a Joey Pants. He's the best. He plays such a sharp psychopath. He's just a scumbag in this. Yeah, of course he is. Mm. This is in keeping with our genre of movie of no women work on the crew, and there's maybe two women in the actual cast. Yeah. There's two women in this movie, and they're in the same scene together. (laughs) (laughs) And they speak at the same time. They're related. Um, Whoa, that's the kind of hair that he used to have. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, it's a wild hair. That's a lot of hair that he's trying to figure out. That's unfortunate that Joey Pants woke up one day, saw that in the mirror. So you two have very nice hair, very like thick, full hair. Uh But what would you do? Would you just let this happen or would you just like say fuck it? I want to think I would shave it off. I wouldn't do the comb over. It looks like he just stuck a bunch of different Brillo pads to the back of his head. (laughs) That's really not good work. But I mean, like, it works for the character. Maybe that. Maybe that's not how he actually wore his hair. Also, everyone's smoking in this movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, something you don't see anymore. Yeah. When you watch people smoke, does it make you want to smoke more? Yes. Interesting. So it's right. It's bad influence. The director also did Scent of a Woman. I was trying to remember the other movie. That he Whoa. He is, like, all over the place. Meet Joe Black. Yeah. I... <laughs> Love me, Joe. He made a lot of big movies. It's Beverly Hills Cop. Whoa. I mean, they're all and oh, Gigli. so Gigli was yeah. the problem. Except I've never so seen was Gigli, Meet Joe Black though. Meet Joe Black yeah. is a bit of a brutal movie, but I enjoy it. Yeah, because it's because it's, it's the run I was thinking of is Midnight Run, this like fun movie. Then Scent of a Woman, a movie I do not like. Never but seen it. It's not 
terrible. No, it's then not good. Meet Joe it's Black, terrible. which it's is like terrible. Ew. It's bad. It's bad. And but then I enjoy it. Geely. Okay. Meet Joe Black is something that I might force you to watch because, like, I, I rewatched it when I was in Europe at nighttime because it was on European Netflix. <laughs> watch it on my phone and fall asleep. And uh, I thought, oh, I'll do this on the podcast. <laughs> it's Brad Pitt and is at his most stunning. How are his uh, highlights? So vibrant. <laughs> really kissed by the sun. Shane, you may have to explain. Yeah, what's I will. And they're about to say the title of the movie, which is one of the best things that ever happens okay. in a movie. My favorite bits is pretending that, pretending a titular lines that didn't happen in yeah. movies. Just like wow, in all these stars, there's so many wolves. Okay, right here you go. It's a midnight so run. What is a midnight run? So he uh, is a bounty hunter, and okay. some guy has skipped on his bail, which means this guy, the bail bondsman, is gonna have to pay for that bail if he can't get this guy back. Right. So he has to go track him down and bring him back within five days. Otherwise, he loses all the money. So it's kind of like a bail bondsman is like a bit of a gamble. Yeah. Because he's saying, like, I'll take this guy's bail. I'll vouch for him so that I can reap the rewards when we catch him. And the guy he has to track down is uh, in trouble for stealing money from the mob and donating it to charity. He's a mob lawyer or mob accountant. He stole it from the mob and gave it to charity? Gave it to charity. He's a good person. That's some real 80s. Yeah. Like, there's no He's one Robin worse Hood. than the mob. Yeah, it's the mob. Oh, we the hate mob the mob, is... don't we, folks? We hate the, we mob. Hate the mob. Love the government, hate <laughs> the mob. I don't like the mob. I think the mob is, a fl- is stupid. Yeah. The mob in Toronto is a bunch of loser drug dealers and yeah. gamblers. And we, know, we know how you feel about gamblers. I don't like gambling. I think it's a bad thing. <laughs> Robert De Niro is... Uh... A handsome man. He's a very good-looking guy. Yeah. Robert De Niro. Uh, this is like, like I feel like the end of Robert De Niro's like cognizance. Mm-hmm. Like after this point, I feel like he just goes into insanity. I wanted us to do The Irishman, but it doesn't come out on Netflix until next week. Oh, I would. <laughs> that's the only way that I'm truly gonna watch that movie. Though, yeah, because like with a group of people, I'm not gonna three watch three and a half own. hours is so long. It's I gotta tell you, three and a half hours. I saw it in the theater and I loved. Yeah, it. you're the worst person. <laughs> but is it good like Goodfellas? <laughs> it's different. It's a much different tone. It's more somber. Because someone I described watch... it as it's Avengers but for Scorsese. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Because <laughs> of the CGI. No, because of all the uh, <laughs> all the all the actors you hang out. With, yeah, in the same way you would the superheroes. Yeah, I uh, I love Goodfellas. I'd w- I watched that movie like several times. It's a re- that's a rewatchable for me. Goodfellas is very good. Yeah, and uh, it's also is it fun like Goodfellas? It is fun, but no, no, it's it's just it's different. But it was very watchable. Is it I, fun it, like I didn't the feel departed? the length at all. No, it's just much no. Okay. <laughs> uh, my favorite part of Goodfellas is the wife of how she's instantly in. Karen. Like, oh, yeah. It, it's uh, so funny to me. She's been raised that way. She's like, okay. Like, she's a guma. I love it. I act as though I know. But, you know. You know more than we would. Yeah, I, there is mob in my family. You got mob in your family? Just the light, light, the Montreal... Uh, just, just as much as any Italian has a mob in their family. Just a spritz. No, not all Italians. It's e- no, it's either mob. a mob or a cop. Yeah, we don't got no cops. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the cops. We had some, but they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> Robert De Niro has a very interesting face. He doesn't look like anybody. Well, he's famously a very boring person. Yeah. Yeah, he lo- he he's brutal in an interview and on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, he loves to smoke, eh? 
He's a classic mob henchman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are my cousins. Man, I wish I looked like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which you, which you, one of them? No, because you, you, you just keep booking roles. Oh, like this guy? Yeah, if you look like that, you just yeah. book roles. In the 80s. Yeah. Oh, there are still guys like this. Yeah, I guess so. I just feel like uh, as the resident Italian on this podcast, I have to say mm-hmm. that we're not so interested in like the importing and exporting of goods is what the mob seems to be all about all the time. Mm-hmm. It's always like meeting by the port and stuff. We don't talk like that. No? No. Yeah, they mo- they use their hands more. That's actually true. And they're <laughs> being so quiet. They're in an airport. They don't want to raise a commotion. That's yeah. true. Or maybe this movie's doing some pasta face. Where they're actually yeah, they're actually two where, Irish guys. Where did yeah. he coined that? Pasta, pasta face? face is our version of blackface black when the Italians are really brutally portrayed in movies. <laughs> yeah. But what was the movie that no, we were I watching where remember. I was like, oh, that's some brutal pasta face? Did you watch that movie Little Italy with Hayden Christensen? Yes, I have. <laughs> I have. I have. And I've never been more livid in my entire life that I didn't even get a fucking like Audition. background, like nothing for that movie. And they filmed next to where I used to live. That's I was, where I live now. Yeah, they they filmed at the Monarch Tavern, and I lived on fucking Gore Street. Ugh. You just keep walking past the set trying to get noticed. I, if I had known, I because what happened was like one day I came across that trailer on Facebook, and it stopped me in my tracks, and I was like, "How to?" And it's the Toronto Little Italy, but they never say the words Toronto. But it's very clearly it's not New York. It's yeah. set in Canada, but it's like oh, it's a magical movie. You got Andrea Martin doing some hardcore pasta face. (laughs) Hayden Christensen, Emma Roberts. There's not one Italian person in that movie. Paul Constable has a huge part in it. (laughs) It's so offensive. Is this the one woman in the movie that he's talking on the phone with? Oh, no, I didn't count her. Okay. No, I'm talking about the ones on camera. Okay. So he does some weird... uh, P.I. kind of hacking here. I don't even understand this plot point. He's got some radio receiver dialed in at this person's apartment so he can spy on their phone calls, and he's recording the dial tone so he can figure out the number that she's calling. What? Yeah, maybe... Uh, it's an old 80s thing. So yeah. That's how, incredible. So how, like, dial was, tones made a so sound? So there was no digital signal. Yeah. It was like an analog signal. So the tone you hear was sending the signal of the numbers through the phone. So he just knows the tone of a five so and like, an eight. Uh, well, so there used yeah. to be a thing of, you know, like, um, so it's the, do you yeah. know what freaking is? Freaking? So like P-H-E-R-K-I. No. So it's the first version of like Sexy. hacking. Yeah, it like, sounds like, hot. Like, what, like <laughs> computer hacking is like the first version was called freaking. And what it was is that it was started by um, blind people. Uh-huh. And to get free phone calls, there's a whistle you could do that would like on like a, a, a public telephone, like a whistle you could do, so you'd have to put change in and it would give you a free call and like break the the thing. What? And so then, but then they also found out that at the same time, like they, they, it was blind people who could like hear the tones and would like whistle in such a frequency. It was like the first, like they're called freakers. And then, um, oh, cool. There was, and then at the same time, Captain Crunch had like some serial promotion where you got like a little like toy whistle in it, but it did at the exact same frequency that they needed. <laughs> so people would like, Hold, like would like whistle into the phone to get free phone calls. Oh, that's wild! And also, like drop you, or it was something like where it's like it wasn't even like free phone calls. It was like it would bring you to like a, a control panel, 
so that you could like get free phone calls and like also like change stuff and like call other people like secretly. Whoa. And so people like call like hangout lines on each other. Oh, it was wow. like a like late seventies, early eighties thing. Yeah. Like I remember I was alive with the different sounds of the yeah. phone, mm-hmm. the dial. Yeah, I never realized like, yeah, when you dial a number now all the tones are the same. Because there's a need to do it. Why like was it that's just freaking? a digital signal, right? Yeah, why was it called freaking? Uh it was like something to do with like the sound that they made. Mm. I get it. <laughs> why is he always so breaking into places? That's his job. Okay. He makes it seem really easy to break into a place. Well, like. he used to be a cop. That's what you're gonna find out soon. Mm. So he, he can do a lot of cop esque things. So was being a bounty <laughs> He's hunter. in the middle. He just kills an unarmed black child. Being a cop, it was force of habit. He didn't know what to do. But is a bounty hunter an illegal job? I thought it was legal. It's legal. No, it's legal. That's a good dog. Aww, this dog. guy. This guy's a criminal on the run. He has the right to track him down. He should just like knock him out. Like in real life, you realize like knocking someone out is like <laughs> horrible. Like it's, it's really like hard. causes like brain damage. Like you hit them on the head and then like they can't walk. It's like also really hard to do. I I saw someone get beat up on the street recently and he got hit a lot of times and he didn't get knocked out. Oh, maybe no. you sh- maybe you punched harder, you wouldn't have had that problem. <laughs> Why did you see him getting beaten? It's a long story. That's not pleasant. Not a fun story. <laughs> I don't want to get no, into it. No, watching people getting beaten up is not. Yeah. Oh, I suffer from aviophobia, but I've gotten better, Alex. Alex, I've gotten better. Sure. <laughs> you missed his great joke where he oh, said, no. if you don't cooperate, you're going to suffer from fistophobia. <laughs> yeah, every joke. I was saying like action comedy, but every joke in this is that level yeah. of joke. Like it is yeah. like your dad trying to yeah. win. Maybe that's why I like this movie so much is because my dad wasn't around and this movie was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> But the thing is, is like, yeah, what a different time, eh? Imagine bringing a guy with handcuffs through the airport and then just getting on the plane. But I have a feeling that it doesn't go so easily. Oh, you're right. This is kind of like planes, trains, and automobiles mixed with Beverly Hills Cop or something. Oh, okay. God, I love planes, trains, and automobiles. It's a fun movie. It's such a fun movie. Why do they want Duke so bad? So he stole money from the mob to give to the poor. Uh, But what's... Why is he such a hot, hotly Well, because his, his bail was set super high. That's why he wants him back, because uh. otherwise he owes that money. Jimmy Serrano, the mobster, also wants the Duke. That's why those two Italian guys were talking to Robert. Right, right, right. So it's people want he, and he, the FBI he's worth yeah. money and or they want to kill him. Or the FBI wants him because he has information on Jimmy Serrano, this huge mob boss. Oh, that's... So there's three different groups of people coming it's towards him. It's very good stakes. Yeah, it's good stakes. And they're eating steak right now in this Whoa. scene, so it's like, wow. Not a very Italian thing to do to eat steak. And so this guy's informing. He's That's very in Italian, how annoying that he's eating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, oh, I, I'm sorry I've been so mad at you on this podcast for eating right into the microphone, but it is just your culture. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, it's very insensitive, Alex. <laughs> like, what's he going to do? Is he going to have a panic attack? Keep saying he can't fly? Oh, what's gonna happen? Yeah, it's it's huge. Who knows? Better class. You know what happens to me? It's just waves of absolute terror that I can't express. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. I just sit in my seat. Wait, what you guys did Armageddon with Liz? I was telling Alessandra I listened to a 
bit of it on my way over here. Mm. Were the subtitles on? Is that how she knew all the dialogue that no. was coming no, up? No, we did not have <laughs> subtitles for that one, actually. That's insane. She watched it, she claims, over 80 times. Yes. She claims she's... She she claims she's watched it. Like and Connor will back this up that she just watches it. <laughs> like she a knew, spare two and a half hours to kill. See like this part, like would you say like anything in this part is memorable? Like for quote wise? Cause like Liz would be like, Oh, this is the part where he says, I can't. I can't. Yeah. No, oh yeah, no. this this scene is these things go up, they don't go also these things sh- go down, they don't go up. Also, I'm sorry, first class in the eighties is like fucking the most incredible. Yeah, it's just a set, probably. It's incredible. <laughs> probably, probably made big for cameras. Oh, they got kicked off the plane. Eh? This guy's a captain. <laughs> captain David Lynch. He he he's he's he goes out for every captain role. Yeah. It comes in. The move over the plane uh, crashes. The plane flies. <laughs> flies? Okay, I'll give you captain. I'll give you flying captain. <laughs> Crashes? I'm gonna be scared, Captain. Oh. He really does look like a like um We're like done. a plane man. Yeah, he looks like a, a plane, pilot. A plane man. I bet is. he was pissed that Sully didn't happen in his era. <laughs> this music is disgusting. I know it's so good, right? <laughs> I feel like it's always about to like cut back to King of Queens. Yeah. <laughs> or like an establishing shot of like a suburban house. It's crazy that it's Danny Elfman because normally he just does Tim Burton movies. Yeah, normally just like or the Simpsons. Around this time, he literally was doing like the prime of Tim Burton. He was doing Batman. Yeah. Beetlejuice. Edward Scissorhands. Isn't it funny that technically a train is as insane idea as a plane? You're moving like super, super fast, yet a plane is just scarier for some reason. Um, You're just as much stuck in a train as you are on a plane. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not scared of planes, so I don't Ugh, There was a time when I wasn't, and what a sweet time that was. I just wanted to brag about it. Yeah. You scared of planes, Alex? No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, me neither. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, but that's what happened to me. <laughs> I feel safer on planes. Yeah. I used to feel really cozy by them, to be honest. Yeah. It's a place where you can just watch a movie to yourself. And what's better than that? Because you can finally jerk off. For the listener, uh, Vite decided we're at her place. Yeah. She's going to show off her candle collection. Yeah. A lot of candles, and then she was like, "I'm like, oh, it's gonna be too cozy. We're gonna fall asleep." And she's like, "Don't worry, I have grapes." As if grapes are the opposite of candles. Well, I'm sorry, and but it, grapes are, have you know a, sh- a high glycemic index for a fruit, so it'll boost you up. And we got this nice cozy pot of tea. Yeah, I made you tea that has it's full of caffeine. It's called oh. Heavenly Cream. It's called Heavenly Cream, the grossest uh, name for gum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the worst hair I've ever seen. Yeah. Joey Pants, some brutal hair. He's looking real fine in uh, in The Sopranos. He has one of the best character trajectories in any television shows, but he's, like, absolutely terrifying. Ralphie. Yeah, Ralphie. I can't remember his full name. But in the first episode, he brutally... Ralph Zipporetto? Is that what it is? I think I can't so. I remember. He brutally kills a sex worker in, like, the first episode that he's in. That's my cover photo on Twitter. <laughs> This guy? Yeah. <laughs> Eating food on a bed. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a shitty hotel room and eating two types of sandwiches. 
this might be the worst movie for white men. Like, it's actually obscene how there's only men in this movie, <laughs> and they're only white. No, the FBI guys. Yeah, Alfonso, you're right. The FBI guy is not white. He's black. And also, like, Italian's not white. Yeah. I'm not allowed to say that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it out. When I went to sociology, when I went to, when I studied sociology in college, I'm, I did an online course, so I learned everything, and I never had a discussion in class. And in the textbook, it said that Irish people and and Italian people are considered invisible minorities. It's a legit sociological term. So when someone was talking about it, I was like, oh, well, technically Italians are an invisible minority. Let me tell you, I sounded like a real asshole <laughs> when I said that, but. There was a time. And grapes are the loudest food. <laughs> yeah, but are you more no. awake now? We're talking loud food. There's like yeah. sun chips. Oh, sun like, chips. The bag is louder than anything. Sun chips. The chips are also loud. Yeah. Oh, look, guys. I have my friends. They call me every night. That looks like robocalls to me. Yeah, yeah, I know. They're all robocalls. Oh, Dorfler. Dorfler uh, on okay, the so that was Albania called me twice. I had Algeria, Turkey, Saudi Arabia, Chad, Guatemala. My, uh, uh, I was applying for jobs and I get all these robocalls and I pick up because I'm like, I'm applying for these jobs all over the like, remote job. I was like, I don't know. I pick up and it's like, hello, you. I'm like, ah. One of them said like press one. So I did press one because I was like, I want to fucking talk to these fuckers and say like, please. Yeah. And uh, it just took me nowhere. I waited forever. I, I didn't have much to do that day. <laughs> I get robocalls, but I did miss. There was one. I wrote into a sketch. There was one time where I got like a, a person call. Yeah. Um, and I, they asked for my social insurance number, and I was like, okay, oh yeah, I like played along until I got to that point, and I was like, okay, my number is um, one, <laughs> one, third one, <laughs> eleven, <laughs> another one, and he's like getting mad at me. I'm like, can you read it back? Did I get something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I did that with him for like 10 minutes. Such bad people. What is going on? How'd this guy get on the... Oh, right, because he, he called the visa. And then he asked the porter where Jack's room was. You know what? Security before 9-11, not great. No, that's like most of the plot points in this movie have to do with bad security. Yeah. yeah re- remake Midnight Run in a post-9-11 world. <laughs> Yeah, it's rough. Fuck, well, pistol whip made the same sound as a punch. Yeah. This guy, <laughs> this guy's on the show, the morning show now. I love the this morning FBI show. Agent? Yeah, he plays the head of the network. This guy. This guy. That guy is dull. This, mu- yeah. this music is, he is terrible. Dull. Yeah, terribly good. He's white man. I feel like you. Listen to this music on your iPod, ironically. <laughs> like, Please tell me you did. This, this music is so like, like a like a like a like an you elder like, a, like an older like. like guy playing in a bar. Yeah, like that's what it is. It sounds I feel like, like the Larry Sanders show. Like it does, yeah. Or it would play over like. Do you remember when they used to air like hour long bloopers compilations yeah. on TV? Uh, do I remember? Yeah. Oh, I miss it so. Bloopers might be my favorite thing. You know, it's hard for me, this movie, because it's action. Uh-huh. It's got the 80s aesthetic. There's not one guy in here that I find sexually attractive. Not really. What about that guy? No. Yeah. What about Joey Pants? 
Yeah, like almost. You don't find De Niro really? good looking? Young De Niro? I find De Niro attractive, but like he's got to be nice to me or something. Like he's not doing it for me in personality. Like I would need him to like seduce me. I wouldn't say no, but I would need the seduction to occur. <laughs> I would at least need an attempt at seduction. <laughs> yeah. Does that, that sign just yes. say Los Angeles? Also, it must be Los Angeles Boulevard. Oh, that oh maybe sense. that's this. He bought tickets to that street. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But I, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if there's a Los Angeles Boulevard, but it looks like just a street sign yeah. says Los Angeles. It's yeah. If you're like in the middle of the city, like yeah. where, am, where I? am I? That's what it's like. This lady's pretty good. This is the, sorry, the fourth w- Whoa, woman in the you movie. Know, what are we even talking about? This movie passes the Bechdel test. Yeah, four times over. This guy was in Beverly Hills Cop. He's the, like, hard-ass cop. I never saw Beverly no? Hills Cop. He's the other cop. You don't need to there. see Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. There's not a single movie with the word cop in it that I'm probably going to see. What about... I didn't see Copland. You haven't seen Copland? No. And what I never will. Never will. What about Cop and a Half? <laughs> What's Cop and a Half? Oh, it's a <laughs> child. Is that real? Yeah. And, a, and a child. And a child. Yeah, it's a and it's oh, well, now it I comically watch con- uh, commonly confused with Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. Have oh. you seen that? Yeah, I've seen Kindergarten Cop. It's not a tumor. It's a great film. <laughs> it's not a tumor. It's a great film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know which Arnold Schwarzenegger movie I absolutely adored was Junior. Yeah. <laughs> This is the oh, isn't, isn't it not a tumor in junior? No, no it's kindergarten. the kindergarten cop. He says something's wrong with him, and the kids keep going like, "Is it a tumor?" And he's like, "It's not, not a tumor." tumor. <laughs> this is the improvised scene you were thinking. Oh, All yeah. right, let's hear it. I don't know if it all is, but definitely part of it is. I think they improvised on the set of Geely. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe that's what ruined it. I still haven't seen Geely. Maybe it's great. Is Julie Maybe great? it's exactly the same. I, I don't really remember it. I remember that they take a, around a person with a intellectual disability, and that's mm-hmm. a real, real tough pill to swallow <laughs> to watch that played by Justin Bertha. Uh, you got, you got, Brett Ben Affleck. Oh, J Lo's a is a lesbian in it, and there's a lot of gay jokes. Like, it's not good. It's not mm-hmm. good. It's 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 a rough watch. Isn't Pacino in that? Yeah, at the end, he's like a little cameo. Cool. It's like uh, <laughs> like Jack and Jill, where at the end... Oh, my God. Al Pacino has his cameo. I love Jack and Jill. <laughs> I have not seen Jack it. Jack and Jill is one of the worst movies, but I think... But the very end, it basically says, we know this movie's bad, and we don't give a shit. Yeah. It's the wild. The so good. The ending's wild. Cause I it, love like, it. it. It goes from the, like, Don Quixote joke, where I'm like, who is this movie for? I don't remember that. So the, the idea was like Al Pacino is tr- is studying for a role to play Don Quixote in a play. Oh yeah! And then so at the <laughs> end he's like dressed like Don Quixote and trying to like fight a ceiling fan. Mm-hmm. They're being like, "Where is this giant?" And I'm like screaming in an empty theater, "Who is this movie for?" <laughs> and then the climactic like speech between Jack and Jill where they're like, uh, like making up, you know, like the things like and I like like the think of the end of a comedy where they give like a big moving speech. Yeah. It's done in a made up twin language. So yeah, you can't understand yeah, it. And then it's such a good movie. And then Adam Sandler's character uh, makes like commercials. Yeah. And the whole thing is trying to convince Al Pacino playing himself to do a Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Yeah, Al Pacino's Dunkin' Chinos. 
and then it shows the commercial and it's terrible and then it's like the t- the camera panning out as Al Pacino's like never show this to anybody yeah like don't show this to anybody and it's like oh it's fun it's like silly it's like no this is the worst thing either <laughs> of us have ever made it's so good <laughs> and then it's like oh it's like they don't care no one will notice how bad it is and then it goes to credits the la- like like the the end that's of it so is not funny. them talking about the commercials, them talking about the full two hour movie. I you think just it's watch. great. That's very funny. I will say that my my uncle, uh, the actor, came over one day showing me that Dunkin' Donuts commercial, thinking that it was a real commercial on YouTube, and so that's the life that that commercial lives. Oh now. my yeah. god! Out of touch elderly people thinking that Al Pacino has done a Dunkin' Donuts. I was just about I'm to that, say like, that when I initially saw it, I thought it was a real commercial because yeah, I've never I, seen the movie. But then I looked for ten seconds and realized it. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when I if get old, I'm that gullible. Mm-hmm. I'm that gullible now. When I work at the law office, sometimes they get prank emails or like virus emails all the time. I open every single. One. I got to change the passwords again. <laughs> I've compromised the accounts. I don't understand how I. They get me every time. This is the subplot where the sniper wants to shoot a bunch of kids exiting a bus. Yeah. <laughs> For why? No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> See, I'm gullible. Uh huh. Who the fuck are these guys? Wait, but why are they? Oh, they're arresting De Niro because he has he's impersonating a cop. But what he is doing otherwise is not illegal. No. Because they really make it seem like bounty hunting is illegal. Mm-hmm. And if I was dog. I think cops do hate bounty hunters. Yeah. But I don't think it's illegal. He has a license and stuff. What a terrible sniper. <laughs> Why Just would he open fire at random? Yeah. Missed every single yeah. shot. I love that um, ricochet sound effect, though. That bring. That's the most 80s sound yeah. effect. Bring. Yeah, there's like a lot a, of sound effects. Was it Goldeneye when he played the yeah. video game? Yeah. That sometimes your bullets would ricochet. And I yeah. remember being like, it took me forever to figure out that that's what that sound effect was. Yeah. I was like, why does this game make that sound effect? <laughs> what does the sound sound like? Bring. Oh, that's funny. I wonder if there's a Wilhelm scream in this. Yeah. I think there is. It, it's got the feeling. Yeah. Have you guys seen that movie Heat? Oh, of yeah, course. Yeah. Yeah. That movie's supposed to be good. They changed the game with gunshot sounds. Yeah. I heard a, a, a thing about it. I miss Val Kilmer. Yeah, he's also not doing well. No? He's not healthy. His health is not good. Got oh. throat cancer or something? Something happened. Dennis Farina's just dressed like a dad. He's not dressed like a mob boss. <laughs> he's, come, he's come off of the golf course to do this movie. You guys ever seen Get Shorty? Yeah, I hate that movie. Yeah. I never saw Get Shorty. A fun ba- fact about mob bosses, they are dads. A lot of them are dads. They're all fathers. They're not my dad. They all require to have children. My dad would the be the worst mob boss of all time. Get ready. Women are about to enter the movie. Okay, well, they better be dressed in something very sexy. No, they're this dressed the very normally. This is the most 80s fucking looking street I've seen in my life. It looks like a Topico. Yeah, that's, it, it just looks the most a Topico. Yeah, a Topico 
is the 80s. Yeah. The way that, like, all the houses are yeah. too dark. It just looks like a suburb. Well, it, it depends on where in Etobicoke, because, like, now big parts of Etobicoke, like, because the property values changed, all these, like, houses look like this have turned into, like, Nick Mansions. Yeah, they look ugly as fucking square yeah. things. Whoops. Whoa. Was that the doorbell? No, no that was, it was the computer. No. Right. But it synced up at the exact same time. Yeah, that was no, wild. It was haunting. <laughs> that kid sucks. Oh, yeah, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, God. <laughs> I want. She's good. She's got, she's got it in the eyes. She's been put upon her. This is Robert De Niro's ex wife. Yeah. Every movie in the late 80s, early 90s had to have divorce. Hey. Sure. They should divorce. These men are despicable. Well, I, I well, it's because like divorce was like relatively new as like a popular yeah. concept. No, it's not that it it's was new. just invented. No, it's <laughs> no, in the eighties they took away the cause for divorce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had to prove why you were getting divorced yeah. in the past, and yeah. now you didn't have to. Yeah, yeah. That's my point. But basically, the divorce rates skyrocketed. So they've just made mm-hmm. things of all these guys being like, "Why doesn't Sharon stay with me?" I first learned about divorce in the early nineties. <laughs> Due to. <laughs> Divorce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My friend Amber, her parents got divorced. And when I was in senior kindergarten, I have the strong memory of her calling me and I could hear her parents fighting in the background. Yeah. Ugh. What was she calling about? Who was winning? Crying and telling me that her parents are yelling at each other. Oh. How old was she? She was five and I was five. Oh, and then man. I told my mom and I just remember my mom being so sad. And I was like, oh, what's the big deal? <laughs> you <laughs> yell at dad. Yeah. <laughs> he just takes it. No. I like that she said, I'm not lecturing you, stupid. Like, she had to throw in an insult name. No, she doesn't do anything for you, Robert De Niro. I hope the kid's crying. It's the older one. She looks like a buzzkill. (laughs) You hate this family. (laughs) She also looks like an actress. What do you mean? Like a famous person? No. Oh, she's the one who killed all those kids. No. <laughs> she's in Nexium. <laughs> this is, this oh, is, this is, this is a young Casey Anthony. Oh, no. No, she didn't kill kids. She killed a kid. A specific kid. She got off. Did you see she was like on a dating site? Yeah. Casey Anthony, it's no good. There's yeah. no good news. Is she the one that branded people? No, 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 no that's Nexium. That's Nexium. Oh. Casey Anthony is the one who like killed her kid and was on trial for it. Oh, and she got off? Yeah, yeah. she got off. But that's how she got it was off? a huge like public trial. Yeah, she was in Florida and she was partying. She she entered a bikini contest like a day after her kid was Jesus like missing Christ. or whatever. Yeah. They couldn't prove it, and they still can't prove it because do they not have the body? It's so complicated. Yeah. And, but then, like, because it was so public, and then like she's like living her life kind of as like a single hot mom in Florida. Yeah. That like it's like just insane to be like, oh, this woman who killed her kids on a dating app and being like, you know, I'm looking to remarry. Like, oh, <laughs> well, you know, this thing about Carla Homoka that she was a part of the PTA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what? Does she have a different name though? Is she yeah, in this production? So, so Carla Colmolka. So in, in in Canada, we have different like laws about like 
fugitives, and we should. America's fugitive laws are pretty insane. Um, and uh, uh, that she was released and put in put in protection because she also like she also like uh, ratted on Paul Bernardo. Yeah, I know that the whole thing was that she had a plea bargain, but she didn't fulfill her part of the plea bargain because she gave away all the stuff for Paul Bernardo, but she didn't indicate what she was involved. In. Like she didn't yes. say that a lot of the motive was hers, so that's so confusing that they would be like, "Well, we still got to fulfill our end of the deal." I, th- the, uh, do you want the real answer? Well, uh, I so, just don't think she paid her debt to society. So, so it was so like she was like, "This was all happening," and they were like, "We don't want this." But then, um, a story leaked to the press. They were telling the press like not to publish any stories with this, and then it became a big fucking hubbub. And um, so they just took what they could get at that point. So it's like a little bit, a little bit of like shitty Canadian press oh. and then shitty Canadian cops. Mm-hmm. That's good That's character nice. thing. He helped his coat. Did yeah. you see that? Um, okay, so it was the news is problem. Not wholly, but I, but it's not not. See, now this I like, Robert De Niro. This is this is good for me. He's very cute. <laughs> you see, she gave him their car. She like did, it. eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good compromise, I guess, in hell. She <laughs> should have just kicked him out and like taken a gun or something and said, get out of here. Man, she's such a fucking teen. Yeah, she's a real teen. Well, you know you got a little foxy dad like Robert De Niro out there and you never get to see him? Yeah. Bummer. Wait, hold on. In, in your world, are you trying to, to fuck your dad? Yeah. Wait, this is what you talked about in the episode I listened to, too. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a bit of a theme. Dad fucking's a real theme, yeah. Just so I can defend myself about the Bruce Willis dad thing. <laughs> um, you can't have Bruce Willis play a dad and not have me call him daddy. Yeah, he, yeah. Entire. I think he's so sexy. <laughs> Which I did not know until we did Fifth Element. Yeah, Fifth Element really changed you. Holy shit. That little orange tank top. Anyways, you would, what would have think that Fifth Element would be the horniest podcast oh, we've done. We both lost our minds because this one like Mila Jovovich or whatever. Yeah, yeah. She's a Bernie supporter. Good. Well, that's good. That's yeah. better than what could it be. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Know. Every time you hear about people's political leanings, it's no, it could be anyone else. Yeah, yeah she true. could be a Buddha judge or whatever. Oh Buddha yeah, judge. that's what Mandy Moore supports. I discovered. Yeah, that, that makes, that so makes so perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you have to have that little thought. Yeah. To me. Well, let me guess. All those people that are supporting him, I think, are going to go towards Bernie. I don't think they're going to go to mm, Warren. I don't no. think so. I don't think they're going to go to Biden. The, yeah. I'll kill myself. Did you see that Biden thing where Biden was like doing a speech and just full facing the wrong way? Like he was like, <laughs> well, "That's not his fault. That's who's ever." No, he was like face. Him. Like there's an audience behind him, and he's like facing a screen, just being like, "Back in my day, you just say honey to women." <laughs> <laughs> That's his favorite thing is just talking about all the pet names he was allowed to call women. He, his <laughs> story, like his stories, are more rambling and, in, and incoherent than, than Trump. like, Trump's. Well, yeah. yeah, because he has. Like he's having cognitive decline. He's sundown and hard. Yeah, it's very apparent. Get and him in there before he's dead. Yeah, I guess so. You're right. <laughs> did, did I you want every president to die in office from now on. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing that they haven't though. Uh, there's um, like Trump is old, right? Trump's very old. How old? Like seventy-five, seventy-six. Yeah, I don't know. He's he'll, he'll be dead soon. 
There's no way why? he lives why, much why, longer. Why does he want to be president so that everyone he knows and ever came in contact with can go to jail? Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about those people. But like maybe his his son-in-law he might care a little bit about, no? No. <laughs> he definitely question. does not. His son there's a story of him like punching his son in the jaw because he wasn't going to wear a three-piece suit to go to see a Yankees game. That's upsetting. Nah, it's fine. They all suck. <laughs> they all are terrible. They're all like horrible Anyone people. else punching their son in the jaw, that's upsetting. But <laughs> Donald Trump punching Donald Trump Jr. Um, he doesn't even have a jaw. What's he going to hit? That's true. He punches right through neck. Clean off. So he's kind of explaining some of his motivations here. Yeah, Charles Grodin has a beautiful way about him that he actually has said very little, mm-hmm. but you get a full feeling as to what his character is. Mm-hmm. And, like, whatever joke he makes lands, like, huge. And I have not been paying attention. Yeah, he's very funny. Why isn't he more celebrated? I feel like he should be more celebrated. Yeah. I celebrate him. Okay. We got you. You got Ben. Everyone who lives in that place. Everyone <laughs> who lives in your room. You guys should watch Clifford if you haven't seen it with him and Martin Short. No, I've never seen Clifford. That's a wild movie. Like Martin Short? Yeah. Martin Short plays this like trouble child, like problem child. He plays a child. Oh, yeah. Wait, you know adult what? Martin Short? Yes. <laughs> Is it live action or animated? Live action. Oh, I know Clifford. Jesus I think I've definitely Christ. seen parts of it as a child. You'd love it. Jesus Christ. Well, you got to come back and do I, it, I guess. I went to a screening of it recently. What? Um, Where do you keep finding screenings of stuff? I go to screenings. He's on some sort of email list and doesn't have a lot of... He doesn't have much to do. Either <laughs> I mean, screening either or of smoking dog. outside of Bad <laughs> Dog. burning shame. He's so nice that he comes over last minute on I a know, Monday he really, evening. He, he booked shade today at 3 and <laughs> he started at 8. I, I like to be made fun of, so it's okay with me. Oh, I don't like this. Is this a focus group tonight? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I fucking hope it is, you dummy. <laughs> I have my show. No, it's on the 9th. Okay. It's 9.23, so you have seven minutes. It's not a total loss yet. Coffee. We should all say coffee like that. Coffee. coffee. A cup of coffee. cup of coffee. Oh, here's another woman. She looks nuts. This is a good joke. Wow, tea is 53 cents. Oh, they also, sequel reminds me, they made three sequels yes, to this movie. That are straight to DVD. <laughs> Starring Shooter McGavin as what? Robert De Niro's Someone's part. Someone's name is Shooter? Well, no, it's the guy that played Shooter McGavin in Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Christopher uh, McDonald, I think. Uh, and uh, all the names are so funny. It's like another Midnight Run. Yeah. Midnight Run and Midnight Run for your life. Yeah, Midnight I think because they want to make it like legal, Lethal Weapon, right? But they were all TV movies. Yeah. Oh. They were like, yeah, um, and I have them all because they came on the same DVD that this came with. <laughs> I bought it for eight dollars at Walmart. Yeah, this it's no more. Mo- this movie is the most Walmart purchase I've. Made. <laughs> also, it, it might be just we're talking through it. But this movie is slower and duller than I remember it being. It's pretty dull. I think it's talking through it that does it. I've talked through a lot of movies in my life, Shane. Yeah, we've talked through how many? Thirty-five. Almost 40 now, I think. Whoa, we should do some sort of spectacular when we're done. There has to be someone out there that agrees with me. If you're out there and you're listening to this and you agree that Midnight Run is a infinitely watchable movie. <laughs> if you're a Midnight Run Hey, head. the Ringer Network, and I'm trying to tweet at them and they will not respond to me. <laughs> if you Midnight Run for your life. I wonder how Bill Simmons will respond to me 
and when. Because when I tweeted him, he doesn't care. And when I tag him in things on Instagram, he doesn't watch. Was he on this? No. Bill Simmons is a guy that used to work for ESPN. Mm-hmm. I'm not a sports person at all, but I started listening to his podcasts. He has a movie podcast called The Rewatchables. Yeah. And he's just so charming, and I just love everything that he does. And his claim to fame is that he produced those... Um, ESPN docs the 60 and 60 uh, yeah or 30, 30 for 30 30 for 30 or whatever they're called and so and then he got fired or he stepped down from ESPN because he was against NFL he hated yeah. that the, like the yeah. concussion thing yeah and then he created his own thing he also wrote the book on basketball it's like literally called like the book on basketball mm-hmm. yeah and he just is a beautiful mind and I like him Oh, you see, they can't run because us Italians were too filled with nitrates because of all the luncheon meats. That yeah. we <laughs> oh, They're man. too carved up to run. I really, watching those guys run makes me want a nice plate of spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when fettuccine Alfredo is one of your gifts to cuisines, <laughs> running's not your game. Well, you know what's funny? My mom's never made a cream sauce in my life. She's not a cream sauce woman. I don't like cream sauce. I love a cream sauce. Well, I mean, like... Technically, I like it, but I don't yeah. allow myself to go there. Yeah. It's just one of those food groups that I can't introduce to my diet. <laughs> yeah. Also, just once I had a lasagna with bechamel sauce, and I've never yeah. been more sick in my entire life. Oh, makes sense. music's back. A helicopter shooting at them, and the music choice <laughs> they made was like was like <laughs> Miami <laughs> Party. <laughs> yeah. Just stock music called Miami Party. They make driving a helicopter seem so Kevin McLeod's Miami party. You think that's a real helicopter? Oh, yeah, you? for sure. No question. You guys ever seen uh, To Live and Die in L.A.? That William Friedkin movie? That is a good against traffic car chase in it. It's no Matrix Everyone's reloaded. Everyone's such a bad no. shot in this movie. They love oh, to cool. blow. Yeah, that's the problem. Is this movie is giving slander to Italians that they don't know how to aim? <laughs> oh man, that's so offensive. That's that they okay. Can't we'll aim. take that. Oh. Cash is king, baby. You guys gotta watch right now on Vanity Fair on their like Instagram TV. They have this like jewel thief who's like a real yeah, I saw thief. That. Yeah, and he's just talking. They they show him like different heists and he talks about what they're doing wrong yeah. and he just keeps being like. Cash is king. Anyways, let me keep back. Go back into. It. I love. I've so I've never had more respect for a man immediately than that. Cash person. is king. Yeah, he's like. But that's why everybody likes to be jewel thieves because you can steal steal a diamond that's worth a hundred thousand dollars, size of a penny. Cash, that's heavy. Cash is king, though. Anyways, let me go back. <laughs> <laughs> he's so good. Yeah. What? This is quite the stunt. This movie's so stupid. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Whoa. Do you think someone's actually hanging off of a plane? Yeah. Whoa, that's so dangerous. I hope that stuntman got paid so much money. I want you to look at this shot. Look at what's happening right now. And then say in your head, Shane's favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> your favorite, favorite movie? It's one of my favorite movies. Well, I don't know. What will be your list then, Shane? I don't know. That movie that's that you saw last night, or whatever. Uh, Koyana Stotsky? No, that was my first time Koyana seeing it. Koyana Stotsky. Um, I don't know. What do I love? This is just it's it's like 
It's not one of the best movies, and I recognize that. There's just something imminently comfortable about it to me. Oh, I'm not judging you. It's like like a Sunday morning movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm not judging you. I mean, I mean, I watched. What do I watch? I watched. I love. You've got mail. I loved. uh, What do you call it? Fifty Shades of Grey. I made Alex watch. That was a fun. That was a fun episode. Honestly. It was a funny episode. Yeah. Horrible time. It got weird. I remember getting so mad in that movie. It got weird. At a certain point, it's just really bad softcore pornography. Which I wouldn't even call it softcore. There's barely pornography. Is it pretty hardcore? No, No, it barely beats the requirements of pornography. Yeah, like it's not titillating. No, it's like people just doing stuff to each other. But it's It's not very medical almost. Really? Yeah, it's yeah, it's like you get naked, kneel down. I'm gonna hit you with this feather. It's instructional. Yes. It's a new, slightly new tone of music. I was going to say, it sounded like a Neil Young song, though, for a second. It it's looks like a truck Neil Young would drive. It's the same, but they had some the acoustic wallpaper guitar. wallpaper of music that they've been uh-huh. doing the whole... You know, movies don't have soundtracks anymore. Not really. There's no good score. They have those sick tones. Yeah, yeah tones. A lot of thrums. Yeah, a lot of thrums. and blondes. That's Inception's fault. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Social Network's fault. Social Network has more going on than that. There's more strings in that. So when Alex did this late night with Brittany Drysdale show, him and Devin were the musical people. Yeah. And Alex played the bass and Devin played the keyboard. The keyboard, and I was like, whoa, the soundtrack of the Social Network. And we both. Did not rehearse anything. Truly, we're guessing each other's keys. Uh, it was oh, good. That's fun. And Devin. Yeah. Devin Henderson. Henderson. No, Social Network has a great s- a score, actually. Yeah. It's like. This is the fun bit. Um, I love the Social Network. Alex, would you watch that? I love that movie. Oh, you've seen it? Many times. No one has a good soundtrack. New show, Watchmen. Watch it's the it's same people social network is it it's yeah this uh, oh, it's, it's Trey uh, Reznor and Atticus the score is Finch, really Ross. cool I dig it Atticus yeah. Finch is the name of uh, the as, as to Finch kill is a yeah kill a as Rosh is, is the partner for social network yeah same two people that's yeah. why yeah Watchmen's also a terrible show yeah, 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 yeah is it bad I heard it was supposed to be really good uh, I don't know I don't know how I don't know if people are watching the same show I'm watching no like yeah. I heard it was good before it came out I watching that show is I'm like. This is a like okay, Watchmen is my like comfort food like yeah. the like the sure it's your um, comic book is a midnight run if you will. Watchmen's probably closer to my Armageddon for yeah. for Liz. Like I can. How dare you downplay how much this movie means to Shane? Shane, Shane's not sitting here quoting every line. Well, I don't want to be too insufferable. Sorry, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh uh. So I, I, I was kind of, like, to be fair, I'm watching it with, like, some bad faith of being, like, mm-hmm. I love Watchmen. But then, like, the more I start to pull on the threads of it, I'm like, this is so stupid and yeah. not thought out. Everyone's it, like, keep watching. It gets better. Like, there's a twist. I'm like, no, there isn't. It requires a lot of um, extra work. All of Damon Lindelof shows oh. kind of require extra work where you have to read Then it's not online. It. Yes. You have to read, like, uh auxiliary stuff well it's as twists are dropping it's like they're trying yeah. like oh i'm like these are dumber than you could possibly you know imagine. what to be honest there's no tv show that i've seen the pilot of that i if i wasn't on board with the pilot the chances of me continuing through is very yeah. unlikely for sure yeah so sorry seinfeld 
<laughs> the end of the Watchmen pilot is a video of a bunch of guys in Rorschach mice going tick, 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 What's tick. What's a Rorschach uh, mask? It's one of the characters from Watchmen. Like, you know, like it has the ink blot, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. on a mask? Yeah. Cool. And then... Uh, you know what? I'll watch it now. <sighs> no, I refuse. I don't like comic books. And it's like trying to be like, it's an anti-comic movie, but it's the most comic book thing I've seen in a really long oh time. Oh my God, every comic book movie claims that it's an anti-comic book movie. Well, because like, Watchmen was like the anti-superhero comic. Yeah. Like its, like, it's whole purpose is to just... It's literally the what the Well, it frames is. them all as like middle-aged people just yeah. trying to, yeah. yeah, relive glory days. and yeah. So they somehow managed to like scam their way into a bunch of groceries? Yeah, it's a it's a very fun scene. So we just talking about a TV show both of us don't like. Robert De Niro. Talking about a TV show that comes out 30 years from this. Robert, <laughs> Robert De Niro just drinking a liter of chocolate milk is such a good move. That's what I would choose to. What's wrong with this man? So they just ripped him off for a bunch of money. Oh, no, I think this is the improvised scene when they're in the boxcar. Oh, the chickens, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not going to lie. That improvised scene we were watching, and then I was going to think about something, and then I just forgot that we... Oh, oh. no! <clears throat> Robert De Niro's stuntman does so much work in this movie. I wonder how you have to train in order to, like, hold... <laughs> You've seen the photo of him and Pacino on the set of The Irishman where they have those giant lifts in De Niro's yes, shoes. Yes. <laughs> it's like five it's inch so lifts. Funny. As if they're supposed to be tall men. We both know they're what they're an easy five, six, five, seven. Why? Why does he keep getting in and out of the handcuffs? Why does uh, he uh, just keep the other well, the only fact I know about this is that um Groven uh, has like permanent has a permanent scar in his wrist from the handcuffs in this movie. Really, well, it's yeah. actually ridiculous how many times he's in the handcuffs and then as he's out of them and he's back. I was thinking like you do these scenes like multiple times, so it's like under the handcuffs we'll do another take. Mm-hmm. You guys seen Snowpiercer? Yeah, it's a cool movie. <laughs> it's the, my least favorite Bon Joon home. Yeah. Movie. Did you see Parasite? It's so That's good. That's my favorite movie of the year. Oh, I gotta <laughs> yeah. watch no, it. I gotta see no this No question. It's, it's, Best it's, movie it's, I've seen this pa- year. Parasite is in like, like I, I put it in like my top movies ever. Like I, Really? It's amazing. I, it, it does. Better does, than that Shoplifter also, movie you watched? It's up there. With, it's You know, it actually shares a lot of DNA with Shoplifters uh. as well. Um, but it's like faster and more fun. It's shop, Parasite feels pitched directly at me where Shoplifters is like probably the better constructed, better made movie. Mm-hmm. But like Parasite is like Pitch directly at me. I gotta Are they watch both this about parasite. Pretty heavily about class, then. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Alex. Much like loves. Joker. <laughs> yeah, this. That is <laughs> what yeah, Joker's yeah, about. Yeah, because uh, I saw Joker's Joker and I was like, uh, like, because you said this too. It's like everyone who wrote about the Joker. I question if they watched the movie. I don't yeah, think so. everyone said it was an incel movie, He's which not it's not at all. He doesn't have a problem with women. No, yeah, not I mean, at all. Yeah, like, like it's maybe so his stupid. mom, but not even. Like it's not even like a mommy no, issue. I'm so glad we can talk about this. No, when I saw when I saw Joker the entire time, I, I don't know. I, I, they, I think they said that because it's like someone who's been pushed up against the wall and then responds with violence. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess an incel has been pushed up against the wall and then responds by like lashing out at women. Yeah. But like even like because people must have watched the trailer and they're like, oh look, even he gets a woman in this movie kind of thing. And it's mm-hmm. like, but the woman. It, it, the whole twist is yeah. like they don't know each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, spoiler. Like, sorry. And then like yeah. uh, <laughs> also it's like it also frames his like retaliation as being like a failure of a system. Yeah, like through the movie, and then anyway, so I saw that and I was like, you know, that's kind of like 
it was all right. It's like it, it reminded me of much better movies. Yeah, sure. Uh, most of the movie, and it like I didn't like hate it. Uh, but then uh, hit me up. And then you uh, always love your tea. We're big yeah, tea. Heads. We're spilling the tea. But then, 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 then like three days later, I, then three days later, I saw Parasite. <laughs> And I was yeah. like, oh, this is... Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. This is what I wish the Joker was. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the problem with the Joker is the script is okay and the direction isn't that good. Mm-hmm. The direction is... Yeah. It's very beautifully shot. Yes. Oh, the, yeah. the cinematography is strong. Yeah. The color of the movie, it's going to define an era of filmmaking. Well, no, because it's just doing 70s mm-hmm. movies. Again. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, I like 70s movies. I like that Joaquin. I've been on his side for a long time. Well, Joaquin's, even through the the, Joaquin's, the only, Joaquin's what carries me through that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, but that's like, even what Todd Phillips... My sister saw it at TIFF, and she heard uh, Todd Phillips talk about it, and yeah. he says that. Um, he uh, they didn't even have a discussion of the character. He's like, there's a madness inside of Joaquin, and I let him do mm-hmm. what is inside of him. He's a little twisted. Yeah, he was born into a cult. Yeah. He was born into children of God. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. he's like one of nine. He's but at that pro- point... And like, if, if children of God means he's also probably abused. Like, that was... Well, at that point, it's done, right? Like, it, it, it's just a commune. No, yeah. children it of God... It got broken down. He wasn't... A, I don't think he was abused in the way that he could have been abused. That's, that's going to be true. But... It still had like insane religious undertones. Oh, it's because it, ch- children of God still exists. Yeah, and that's what he was born into, and he, it was a commune too. And he has like nine siblings. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Parasite's great. Yeah. So, I gotta watch it. Yeah. Like I like like I was gonna go with Maul to go see it again. Like I'm just like, mm-hmm. but it's like it's also like I don't know if I'm gonna get as much out of it again. But I do just I just want to see it again, like just see what happened. Also, Shane. The only time that they talk about what Charles Groen did is at the very beginning, right? No, they've brought it up a bunch of times. Because it's like, it just doesn't seem like he's that worth it a person to care about. Oh, no, Charles it's Grodin? money. Well, it's money. Like, the whole point is It's money. money. Well, he also, he said a while back that he also has these data disks that have um, proof of all the, like, illegal shit that that mob guy's been doing. Oh, so he was going to bring down the mob. Yeah. Well, he got them as kind of an insurance policy yeah, that for wasn't himself. Robert De Niro. I could tell that was a stuntman. Throw Groden from the train. Oh, my God. That's the movie. That's literally the movie <laughs> that I thought it was. <laughs> He's the stupid cop, eh? Oh, that's just another stupid cop. Stupid pig, man. Stupid pig. I smell bacon. Honk, honk. Oink, oink. Honk, honk. I'm a pig. Honk, honk. honk. <laughs> Little goose pig. Oh god, he's so funny. Him being very calm. He's one of the great straight men. Oh yes, very dry. He's uh in the. I feel like Jason Bateman borrows a lot from him. Yeah, but not nearly as good. No, Jason Bateman does too much. Jason, everyone's like Jason Bateman's the straight man, and I'm like, he hasn't been a good straight man since Arrested Development. No, but he also I think doesn't have yeah just big eyes. He doesn't have good taste or something. Or maybe yeah. there just aren't good comedies. I mean, he, d- he directed Ozarks, a show that was, in I, my opinion, 
terrible. He won Emmys for it. I tried I to watch it. I can't. He won uh, directing I, Emmy for it. When I watched the first episode, I was yo, like, pass me a grape, yo. This, this show sucks. Boom. I kept saying this show sucks. This show sucks. Like, why did they make this? Why did they make this? In the first, and I didn't know he directed it. And the first thing, like, it does the zoom out at the end of the episode, and then just cuts to credits. And the first thing it says is directed by Jason Bateman. No, that's and I laughed so hard. <laughs> it's literally why it was made, though. Yeah, because yeah. he wanted a project to direct. Yeah. Wanted a serious piece. It won a couple of Emmys. Actually, the actress won in it, too. The, the younger woman. Laura Linney? No, the, the girl. Is it Laura Linney? Did I just make that up? Yeah, she's the she's the wife, I think. I haven't seen the show. But she good. I watch a lot of award shows, so I'm in the loop. Every song feels like the end of a movie. Yes. Or the opening credits. Yeah. Like it, it always feels about to cut to an establishing Wait, shot of like a middle class Wait, how's that guy alive? House. What do you mean? You haven't been paying attention. He's been alive the whole time. But he, but he handcuffed him to yeah, a and cop. Then the cops yeah, and the cops found him. Yeah. Then why is he driving away? He's is not driving away. He's trying to get them. Yeah. Oh, he's not illegal. He's following that man? the chase. So why did he hide his face? Though? This is honestly the perfect movie for this podcast because. <laughs> No one wants to pay attention, yeah. so we can just talk about whatever we want. Yeah, don't you know, yeah, Shane? Sometimes the podcast is another problem where the movie's too interesting for us to yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big problem when we like the movie too much. We both really like the movie. We're like, shut up. I'm trying to remember the last time we really... I like The Witch. The Vivitch? Yeah, I the, just the, saw The, the Lighthouse. The, 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 oh, I want to see we, The Lighthouse. We, we, we made soft plans to go see it, and then both of us didn't end up going. Y- you immediately were like, it's too late, and then we never... <laughs> it was like... It was like 11 o'clock, and I was like, I know it's yeah, going to be a yeah, slow movie yeah. to watch that. Is it spooky? Not really. When they have sex with the mermaid, where does the penis go? Um, they don't really show that. Then why even show having sex with a mermaid? Yeah. That's what everyone wants to know. Yeah, that's true. You, there's no thrusting? Yeah, but they, they it's like most movie sex scenes are not showing you insertion. Yeah, but you understand what he's thrusting. Sure, on. yeah. They, well, yeah, that's it's, it's kind of like here. There's like okay, a giant so vagina. In her cloaca. <laughs> <laughs> There's a giant vagina that like runs. She's the slit in the side of her body. It's like that movie yeah. Crash where you have sex with a wound in her leg. Yeah. What? That happens in Crash? Yeah. Not the racism Crash. Yeah. <laughs> That was I saw that movie on TMN when I was 11 years old, and I should not have. Oh man, that would hurt. I feel like any Ugh, this um, fucker shoot him. His name? Any Cronenberg movie you should never show a child. No. Sure, yeah, or Von Trier, or no one showed Von, it to Von, me. The problem is like Von Trier is like too boring for a kid, whereas Cronenberg yeah. is like exciting, Just but body like, also made to be yeah. disturbing. Von Trier, even if you don't understand it as a kid, you would feel all. Like utterly disturbed. Yeah, if you saw Antichrist as a child, you're. Oh yeah. Have up. you seen Antichrist? No. Yeah. yeah I, I couldn't bring myself to. I don't want to see female circumcision. I don't know how I feel about Antichrist, which is a good Vonture review. I think you're allowed to say that you didn't like it. No, I don't think I did that either. Uh, yeah, he. I don't like his stuff because he purposely makes you be mad at him. Which I think is very interesting. He's an edge lord. Ugh. It's yeah. like the guy. It's like what's his name? Midsummer Man. Yeah. Uh, Ari Aster. Yeah, he purposely but no, Ari makes Aster, pissed at him. Ari Aster, uh, he's not doing that on purpose. Uh, well, Lars Venture is, like, I think, a much better filmmaker, but he's in... Yeah. This guy shit. popped up in everything in the 80s. He was the Joker's henchman in Batman. I saw him. He was in Repo Man, which I watched yeah. recently. Who's Repo like, Man is surprisingly 
good for how schlocky he is. I loved Repo Man. It's I just so saw it for the first time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, if you didn't if you didn't know anything about it, then it's yeah. got to be a fucking blast. It was a blast, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a that guy. He's a that guy, yeah. He looks like um, Fisher Stevens, sort he of. He does look like Fisher Stevens. Yeah. But he I ain't. thought that's who it was from the side. No, he's Bob the Goon from Batman. I had his action figure. Why'd they make an action figure for that character? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there were three action figures. There was Batman, Joker, and Bob, Bob the, the Goon. Goon. <laughs> Those were the three characters that got action figures. So I get it. What? Alfonso's there? It's an inside joke from earlier in the movie. No, I understand. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> no, no. I can't have me explaining a joke keep to a woman on a podcast. Yeah, no, no, we're gonna keep it, that in. It's it gonna be a, it's, we're gonna put that clip to share the. Please episode. cut it out. No, keep it in. White man explains movie to woman. Yikes! You know what they don't show in this movie? When do they go to the bathroom? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's, I, I think about that sometimes when watching movies. Yeah. Like, someone has to stop taking a shit at this yeah. point. Well, yeah, they don't like happen they in real time. Shot in front of each other. Yeah, yeah it's just handcuffed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shitting. Yeah, like Jack. We're all out of toilet paper, Jack. Jack, you have my hand. Can you wipe, Jack? <laughs> mm, the proof of life. My sister, who lives in New York, now keeps sending me videos, like the like in our group chat of sisters. Mm-hmm. Where it looks like it's a proof of life video. She's like, "Well, I'm just walking down the street, and I'm like, it looks like you've been kidnapped." <laughs> She's a real aesthetic. What's a proof of life video? When you get kidnapped and you have to prove that you're alive, so you have someone like with like an awkwardly placed camera holding like today's newspaper. Oh, I see. That this is proof of life. Yeah, guys, we're uh, at the end of the movie, pretty much. Right. This is the climax. Well, hurry. Oh. Up, this third act is so long. This third act is dragging. <laughs> I was done when they were in the river. Yeah. You wish they both drowned? Yes. Yeah, imagine. Has anyone ever just ended a movie like that? Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and normally it's like a Lars von Trier joint. No, his movies never end. Fucking Melancholia could have ended that way, and it's like, no, thank you. Yeah, Melancholia is like three hours. People deal with an extreme stressful situation. I will never be convinced that this isn't a great movie. I will say that. I mean, you live your life, Shane. Yeah, no, no, Shane. There are dozens of Shane, us. Shane, we we also try to make a point <laughs> not to like dunk on like whoever brings a movie in, <laughs> but right now for something about this movie and you. Has this <laughs> is definitely not the worst movie that we've watched on this thing by any means. No, I've enjoyed no parts stretch. of it. No. Like Sex in the City. How dare you? Oh, Sex in the City. I haven't seen. I've seen Sex in the City two though, and it was really <laughs> bad. Oh, that's that's brave of you. <laughs> That's brave. I'm trying Fifty to think. Shades of Grey was rough. Oh, no. La- I think Last Holiday was going to be the... <coughs> no, no, no. Oh, holiday. holiday. Last Holiday is the Queen Latifah right, right, common no. movie. No, no, no. Which we should Hol- actually watch. Holiday is Great the, movie. Holiday, I think, was the worst one we watched. The Holiday. The Holiday, yeah. Nah, I think we should finish it. No. We should, because Christmas is coming up, and we only did half of it. No, we did two-thirds. Okay, so let's start at the half. I hated that movie. Well, congratulations. Oh, no, wasn't Holiday also like we never got the payoff of the the screenwriter's storyline? We didn't get to the what end of it Holiday? at all. It's it, a it's a Nancy Myers movie with uh, Jude Law, baby. Cameron Diaz, oh, Kate Winslet, and Jack Black. The Holiday. The Holiday. The yeah. Holiday. Oh, baby. Yes. The one and only Holiday. Celebrate. If I ever got caught by the FBI, I would I would do everything I could. Like, I would... I would 
do this, whatever this is called. Wear a wire. Yeah, like I don't have an allegiance. You willing to, to wear a wire? Yeah, it, you. You. <laughs> she's just on record being like. I'll fucking rat anybody. Yeah, you're a snitch. I'm a snitch. Takashi six nine has nothing on me. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. Eh? All those memes. Yeah. Um, I would never. I would, so never rat. I would never rat. Let him fucking rat. You should rat. Never. Never. Never trust the police. I respect Fuck authority. Fuck that. Fuck the police. Look at us so hard in our movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're so hard. I ain't saying nothing. Just a bunch of white people watching I'm putting down Midnight the microphone. Run on a Monday night. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm so sleepy, too. I've really gotten into a comfy situation right now, though. Uh, a classic. Oh. Vite falls asleep for a bit during a movie. <laughs> face You're to lucky face. how often I haven't done that. It's when, when it was just the two of us in my bed was when it was truly happening. I hated Rat Race more than this. Like, considerably more. Really? Rat Race is a goddamn nightmare. This is funny. I that race is much funnier than this movie. You're insane. Charles Grodin's I think two it's... jokes are ten times funnier than anything that happened. No, oh, the the betting on the 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 billionaires betting is yeah. just perfect. I yeah. would say all movies are destined to fail in this format, though. <laughs> no, no, uh, Tyler, Mr. Ripley, fucking loved it. We liked it. It that broke through. Oh, God, yeah, it the movie's amazing. But comedies rely on a certain amount of. Attention and flow and right? timing, yeah, yeah, and like understanding that <laughs> to jump in and out it makes it hard to to catch everything. Not to Which say is like, this is like, a horribly dense movie. Also, like, like it's like Thomas Ripley's very dense. Yeah, I don't know why the talented Miss Ripley worked so well. It's just a fantastic movie. Yeah, I'm sad. Is that it dialogue heavy? Is it kind of? Yeah, well. not really though. You kind of know it's so it's so well written that you know at the beginning of each scene. What the setup is, and by the end, you know what what happened. Yeah, that's usually how narrative works. The beginning of the scene, you see what's going on. Seymour Hoffman. Oh my god, he's so good. He's amazing in that. I've watched other movies. I like the part where he goes, "What's how's the peeping, Tom? How's the peeping?" (laughs) Let's watch Talentless Ripley and order a pizza after this. You guys should do Boogie Nights, Tommy. I mean, I've only seen that once, so I, I can't. I wouldn't be the person to guide us through that. It's very long. Yeah, Let's, uh, I, I try to avoid long movies for this because I yeah. gotta edit it. Yeah. <laughs> Except all the movies that I want are gonna be long. Like I want to do the English Patient. Sorry. Ugh. You'll love it. It's Anthony Minghella. I know, but. Ugh. Oh my god! And there's a part in the English Patient. I can't wait to do it. Okay, so when I saw The English Patient, I was in grade 11, and I had really bad bronchitis. <laughs> and I had read the book, and the book was so romantic, and I was like, I must see the movie. Mm-hmm. And there's a part where um, they like have a meeting in a movie theater, like an outside movie theater, and she runs away from him, and she hits her head. And in the book, it's very dramatic and blah, blah, blah. But in the movie, she turns from him sharply and just hits her head into like a little like piece of like two-by-four that's like a part of the, the movie theater yeah. seats. And it's one of the funniest moments in any movie. And I've rewound it like six times and just died. Well, let's watch The English Patient. <laughs> Dear Lord. Shane, what is happening now? How is there still this much movie left? They're doing the exchange for the discs. He just wants to make sure he gets uh, Charles Grodin back before he hands them over. The cops are up there watching to make sure the handoff happens. If he does it, 
then it's conspiracy to like destroy evidence or something. But where's Mr. Grodin? He's in the limo outside. They got him out of and the... And they're trying... Dennis Freen is trying to scam him and like get him to come out with them. He wants to kill them both. He wants to kill Robert De Niro, But De Niro's, too. you know... Ch- too charming? <laughs> He's too charming, yeah. That's what happens when you're too charming to be killed. The music finally isn't... <laughs> There's no harmonica in this. Not yet, no. It's just a drone. I've been traumatized by that Larry Sanders theme song. I just have the memory of like falling asleep in front of the TV and then waking up to it. Jeffrey Tambor is in the one of the Midnight Run sequels. Is he? Yeah. That makes sense. He's so good. I'm so sad that he's a shitty person. Yeah. No shortage of good people that are shitty. Mm. I just it really makes. Um, what do you call this character on Larry Sanders? Take quite a dark turn when you think about it. God, it must have fucking sucked when smoking was like. In yeah, every smoking place. sections are so funny too. Yeah, I like I also, there's I so many bits about it. But so I also love like smoking sections like where they like glass cage. Yeah, in a plane. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dennis Freena, he's the big mob boss. Yeah, he's Jimmy Serrano. Who's the one that tried to bribe Robert De Niro when he worked in Chicago, and that's why he lost his job as a cop because he wouldn't take bribes, um, so he had to leave town. Why does that guy have a cut on his head? Which guy, Dorfler? Yeah, no, not Dorfler. One of the goons. Oh, because Dorfler hit him with a shotgun. You're right. You're right, Shane. <laughs> You're right. Is that what you wanted to hear? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's so sleepy in this room. I'm I'm really failing here. Did you guys used to record this in a bed? Yeah, Yeah, like during the day. Yeah, Kalenko's bed. Even so, now we can't do during the day anymore. Prime nap territory. I I wake you all up and tell my work stories. Oh yeah, you you said you'd save it for the pod. Uh, So I'm working at a bank on a contract job. I've worked there for a week. So far, I do not have access to the code. Yeah. I do not have access to parts of my own computer. Oh, no. And they just keep saying, yeah, we're working on it. And I've done nothing but spin my chair and listen to podcasts for four days. Oh, you should what? You should, You should. should start uh, watching TV. What do you do there? I do. Yeah. I watched the, watch the Adult Swim stream for like four hours today. Oh, that's fine. Oh, Channel 5 or whatever? What's that? Channel 5 or a different thing? Just on, online. Oh. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, it, it, it's... Bring your laptop. Get some work done. Honestly, yeah, I've been screenwriting. It's been, and like I, I keep like every day. I'm like, hey, do you have like things for me to do? I'm like, no, they haven't hired people to make me do things yet. Yeah, I, I, I'm getting paid so much fucking money to spin a chair yeah. at a bank, and also everyone at that bank show like it's usually nine to five. Everyone shows up at ten, leaves at four. And I'm like, I don't think there should be an eight hour workday. Like that's yeah. too much time. Yeah, but I think like, so too. But like, I was like, how if, if a bank did anything other than print money? Yeah. It would fail. But all office jobs are like that. No, no. I've worked office jobs. This is like somehow even more like nothing. Mm-hmm. And because it's, it's so bureau- bureaucratic in comparison to other Sorry office jobs. Sorry to interrupt, but Shane, what had just happened? Like, why is Robert De Niro back with Grodin? Because he made a deal with the FBI. He was going to give them Serrano if he could take Grodin and hand him in to get the bond back. But doesn't the FBI want Grodin? No, they wanted that mob boss. Oh, That's so they why they wanted Grodin, so they Grodin. don't need him anymore. But now he's going to get money, and then is Grodin going to go to jail? 
Well, this is, yeah, this is the last five minutes, so you're gonna, we'll sure. see what happens. All right, because it feels like the last five minutes for the last half an hour. <laughs> Not going yeah, when to they were lie. In the river, I'm like, that's over soon. I forgot about all of Literally this. Literally, when they were on the train, I was like, that's the final standoff. Honestly, I said five minutes. It's probably more like three. I hope it's two. <laughs> wow. Fucking I'm getting kill dunked me. on right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking end me or end this movie. Whatever you can do faster. Oh, good. Once really again, if you're listening and you're a fan, just write to me at no, yeah, midnightrunfan at gmail.com. If, if, if you like Midnight Run, I want you to like tell us why. We should get Because there's no possible way people are like huge fans of this movie <laughs> other than you, Shane. I'm telling you the ringer is. I had a couple concussions early on in life. Maybe it scrambled yeah, my brain. Like, like you are like a concussion and you think Midnight Run is the fugitive and now you're like... <laughs> Is The Fugitive good? I've never seen that. I like The Fugitive. God, that's one of my favorite movies, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, I also have never seen an Indiana Jones. Really? No. We should watch We should watch Indiana Jones for this. You'd, go, you'd spoon for Her- a young yeah. Harrison Ford. Yeah, he was a babe. I mean, yeah, I've seen... He's very charismaless. So here's the big decision. <laughs> what? 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 So what? How is he gonna get back to fucking New York? That's where he lives. No, he. De Niro lives in L.A. Yeah, but Charles Grodin. Now what's yeah. he gonna do? Who? So is De Niro not gonna get any money? No, he's not gonna get any money. They became friends. Before midnight on what night, though? This night. This He had to be back. He's got about like 20 minutes to spare or something. Are we there yet? Yeah, yeah, we're there. <laughs> I'd like a neighborhood of 300,000. Shane, can you give me some money? Sure, I won't yeah. Tell you I just know. got discharged from bankruptcy, so I have lots of money. <laughs> <laughs> Look at discharged. you go. What's your credit score? Uh, zero. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's the it's neutral. It starts back where it is when you have no credit. No, wait, isn't, isn't like no credit like 500 or something? Well, whatever it is. My credit is better than it was when I filed for bankruptcy. Okay. But I have the two stamps, so I can't get like a loan on a house or a car or anything. Yeah, that's the thing, right? You just won't be able to like. But guess what? I can't anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Who could yeah. buy? Could anyone here buy a house in the next six years? In the next fucking 30 years, I think. Yeah. Anyways, I'm just wondering if you guys all want to live in a house together. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm sure we're, we're all going to move towards, like, commune lifestyle. I think so, too. I think we're going to go back to tenement living. Yeah. Actually, I don't think we are. I think the next generation is. Yeah. Because, like, think of, like, everyone. Like, I think of so many people our age, like, that just bitch about having a roommate. <laughs> like, who gives a shit? Like, yeah. I mean, I've never not lived with people in my house. Yeah. Because, like, I grew up with a large family. They move to roommate situations. But there's so many whiny people who are just mad at roommates. Yeah. Look, here's the deal. I like my roommate, but I would like to live alone. Yeah. I want to decorate as I see fit. Yeah, I like the privacy of living alone. I say that having never lived alone. Yeah, I never lived alone. 
But I would uh, love to live in a place where I could go to the bathroom with a door open all the time. Mm-hmm. If that's your dream, like, dream bigger. No, yeah. I'll never dream bigger. I don't know if I would even go to the bathroom with the door open if I lived alone. Yeah. I Like, when I, when I used to live with, like, just uh, uh, Natalie, like, even if she wasn't home, I'd feel weird, like, shitting with the bathroom door open. No, a pool or, is like, different. I'm talking about... A nice pee in the middle of the night. You don't want to shut that door. I, I, I still shut the door. Also, well, we had a cat, so if I didn't shut the door, the cat would just, like, try to get pets because, like, oh, you're awake. Yeah. And, like, just be, like, running over you while you're, like, trying to piss. Mm-hmm. I would shower with the door open. Well, And shame. play music. Did I, t- did I tell you? Midnight the, run I was cat I was cat sitting for, uh, <laughs> I was cat sitting for, like, two ex. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was cat sitting for Steph, like, an ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the cats had never seen someone pee standing up. We're running around my legs <laughs> and then pops up like right into the street and just pissed <laughs> right in the cat's face. Oh. Yeah, my cat used to, if I was on the toilet, it would break into the bathroom and try and jump <laughs> into the toilet. Why? <laughs> a little fucking freak, man. <laughs> a little piss pig. Yeah, a little piss well, pig. We did it. We made it through. We survived. How was it upon this watching, Shane? Um, yeah, super enjoyable for me. Um, <laughs> I'm loving that we've paused on a credit for a character named Sergeant Gooch. That's the one I was looking at. Gooch, baby. <laughs> stewardess one, stewardess two. Uh, you look Sam Sanders. Usually this movie's worse. Like, I, I hated it more than I remember it. I remember being like, this is a pretty shitty Brian De Palma movie. And now I'm like, oh, this is a garbage movie. I wonder. I didn't think it was that bad. I think, um, I wonder if this is like a genetic thing, because I'm pretty sure everyone in my family loves this movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's a McLean family classic. Um, Vita, how'd you feel about it? I mean, it's not for me, right? (laughs) Like, I I would never sit down and watch this movie. It's it's 90% boring. But the parts that were funny, like Charles Grodin, is criminally Mm. underrated. That's the, that's one thing I've learned about doing this podcast is that I love me some Charles Grodin. Charles Grodin's yeah, I great. fucking love that dude. You should do Clifford for an episode. Clifford's a trip, man. That <laughs> is not Beethoven? a boring. Watching movie. bad movies Beethoven. on this is really hard. Is it? Yeah, like we watch like I don't bad, think it's bad a bad ones. movie though. Yeah, I think it's bad very ones, funny. I get like I get mad though. It's just me screaming by mm-hmm. the end. Clifford's hilarious. I mean, what movie would you consider bad that we watched? Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. I liked watching But it was that. hard to Modern do. Modern bad is bad. That's boring. Yeah. But like special bad is very entertaining. Oh, I, there's, an, there's an old type of bad they don't make anymore because like movies are just more expensive and like blah, They're blah, too blah. But like, too polished or, or like what, what that would be becomes like, like basically Netflix TV shows. But like Serenity mm-hmm. was a movie that came out from a different era. Oh, yeah. That's a 90s movie. Like the Firefly movie. one? No, 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 no. That's like Anne Hathaway and Anne Matthew Hathaway McConaughey. and Matthew McConaughey. Have you seen Tiptoes? No. no, I haven't seen Tiptoes, but I listened Holy to the How Did shit, This Get you Made. you got to see Tiptoes. I have a DVD of Tiptoes. Um, <laughs> do you know what it is? No. So it's Matthew McConaughey and Gary Oldman play twin brothers, but Gary Oldman is a little person. Okay. So he does the, the whole movie. In the role of a lifetime. In the role of a lifetime. He does the whole movie on his knees. Oh, no. It's wild. <laughs> it's a wild movie. Um, yeah, it, it reminds me of movies that I come. Once again, this is all like reminiscent of my parents watching TV. Yeah. Like, that's a movie that my parents, they'd be watching oh, Serenity. Man. Yeah. And they'd be like, this is a good story. And it's, you know what reminded me of a movie like that? I'm sorry. Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Really? No. I thought that movie was such bullshit. I thought it was so terrible. I liked that. I, I, I loved it too. Oh, <laughs> you guys are wrong. <laughs> 
It's just a wrong We've established opinion. that I'm wrong about everything. The third act unravels in an insane way. The, thir- the third act of, of Three Billboards is a little wild, but I enjoyed that movie. Because mm. it, cause three, three Billboards, it's, it sets up your hero protagonist and then spends the rest of the movie telling you why that was wrong. Yeah. That movie sucks so much. I can't even remember how much I hated it, but I wish I I almost want to watch it again. I, I say watch it again because I, I your 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 hatred for it like you people I know who didn't like it like they didn't even hate it that strongly. They I, like, I didn't like it. Hate it. They didn't like that there was redemption for that racist character. Yeah, yeah. That's like the no. Main I thing. don't even care about yeah, that. Yeah, because I know that's what I mean. You, you, like 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 your like the people who like hated hated it. Have like po- like politically hated it. No, I thought it was one of the didn't worst. Like it, made you you fucking movies. hate it aesthetically, which is like wh- like so passionately. Like n- I've never met anyone else who does the that script way. Is that I I know someone the person who I saw it with. Me and Greg saw it, and Greg hated it in the same way, and it's why we were together. I think I I do I do think it, that's like a little bit of what you the death of relationship nope. bleeding out onto screen. Oh <laughs> no 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 no! At a certain point, I turned to Greg and I was like, "Is this?" not the worst movie you've ever seen and he said yes maybe you were I both in a bad mood just, just, yeah, just no we had a great time that night <laughs> we hated that movie just f- the hatred fueled you yeah, yeah. Well, well unfortunately yeah a lot of shared <laughs> <laughs> all the shared hates kept that relationship uh, going um, anyway i feel like we're done here yeah i yeah. guess we're done please if you hated three billboards dm me for 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 aesthetic reasons by aesthetic, you mean the construction of yes, the film. Because yes. you're going to get messages of people being like, the racist got redemption. I'm like, that's, I don't give a shit. Like, mm-hmm. No, and also, like, out of all the things for Sam Rockwell to win for, that's the movie? Don't waste my time. <laughs> he was good. Anyway, Shane, you got anything to plug? Um, <laughs> yeah, Midnight Run, Midnight Run for Your Life, another Midnight Run. <laughs> Don't be the made for TV movies. Are you sure that you didn't miss a show of yours tonight? Uh, I didn't have a show tonight. Um, okay. I, yeah, I don't have anything to plug, no. Uh, go see Parasite in theaters yeah. now. Parasite's um, great. It's really good. Uh, it's worth seeing in a theater. It legit is. We'll end with a fun fact about Shane. He built my dresser. I did. I, I came over here and helped I you build that dresser. I don't want to lie and say that it's not falling apart inside. Yeah. But it is falling yeah. apart. Yeah. I felt like it was not <laughs> It was not well. Don't blame the dresser. It was you, Shane. No, I was going to say it was not well assembled. Oh, okay. Well, what could I say? I had no clue and you said you liked doing it. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I feel like there were pieces missing as well. I don't know. That's up to you. But, um, <laughs> That's you know, I have a Wayfair dresser as well. Does it fall apart? It's also falling apart. Yeah, the, it's a, uh, from the outside, looks great. It looks great. Internally, I've lost so much stuff. Oh, it's just <laughs> falling inside <laughs> of the treasure. <laughs> well, that's going to be a treasure for you to discover next time you move. When I move, I'm going to take a hatchet to this thing. Oh, very, very cool. <laughs> All, right, All right. Well, we're done. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.